We're wrapping up. Let me pray. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for this fellowship which you've brought together of brothers and sisters in Christ. We thank you for we can be called children of God. We thank you for your love. And we pray now as we look to your word and as we continue to sing songs of praise to you throughout this night, we just pray for you to receive all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in your holy and powerful name we pray. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. So let me go ahead and start by just doing this. Everybody, if you feel okay doing it, go ahead and stretch. Oh, man. I don't know about you, but it's been busy around my house. It's been a busy, not just today, but every day of the week. As, and I can't take credit for all this, but I know some of you are baking lots of cookies. Some of you are doing lots of cooking. Some of you are doing lots of gift wrapping. Some of you are doing lots of unwrapping, like this wonderful water bottle I got or cup I got from Jessica today. Um, you know, Brian, I believe it was at the beginning of the worship, made this comment about we can take our minds off all the gifts. They'll be there later. But let me just ask, how many of you are thinking about gifts right now? It's okay, be honest. All the kids are probably raising their hand, or they could. Thank you, Casper, for being honest. You see, we finally made it to Christmas Eve. And I understand our minds are going a hundred different places right now. For some of you, talking about, you're thinking about cookies you didn't get to make, or cookies you still want to make, or you're thinking about the cookies you want to eat when you get home. Did I hear an Amen. Here's the thing. Christmas is full of anticipation. It's full of waiting, and it's full of celebration. I remember growing up, all the anticipation of Christmas, and maybe you guys too, too. Um, I remember, and I wrote this down in my notes because I wanted to share. I remember as a kid, as a child, one of the strongest Christmas memories for me was that Christmas morning, you know, any other day of the year, especially school days, you wanted to sleep in. But Christmas morning, you're awake before your parents. You're sitting at the top of the steps just waiting for them to get up out of bed so that you can go down those steps and so that you can have your eyes open wide. That's a beautiful Christmas tree, right? Oh, come on. As kids, we're thinking about those presents. We're thinking about those gifts. We're thinking about the breakfast egg bakes, the breakfast casserole, the egg bake. Oh, I love egg bakes. We're thinking about all the cookies. We're thinking about the pumpkin pie. We're thinking about the Christmas music. I remember with great anticipation awaiting Christmas for all these things and more. I remember just looking at that clock, sitting and watching, as maybe my parents would say, we're not getting up before 7 a.m., whatever time it was. I don't remember. I'm just going to be honest. But I do remember sitting on that step and waiting with great anticipation. You see, Christmas morning, it is wonderful for so many reasons. The time spent with family is great. The food that is shared together is great. The gifts, the presents, let's be honest, it's great. The cold weather, the Christmas lights, the snow, well, it's great to some of you. I'm kind of happy for the weather we've had, except for the one thing. I saw a picture on Facebook earlier of somebody trying to make a snowman, and it was just a snowman of mud. Snow is good for some things. There's so much to look forward to at Christmas time. Christmas is worth waiting for, though. In fact, the first Christmas ever was also an event that was longly anticipated. It was looked for 
for a great amount of time. The people of God were familiar with the promises, the prophecies, the scriptures. Some of these we've looked to over the past few weeks, such as Isaiah 9.6 or Isaiah 7.14. They waited with great anticipation, with great faithfulness, believing that God would come through, that a Messiah would come and would be born of a virgin. Finally now, and this is what we come together, this is what we celebrate. We celebrate knowing that in this tiny city of Bethlehem, a young couple named Mary and Joseph would find themselves at a shed behind an inn too full to accommodate them with a pregnant woman, Mary. She would give birth to a baby, and this baby, Jesus, would be placed in a manger. The The creator of the universe, do you get that? Do you understand this? The creator of the universe was born as a baby a vulnerable little baby, and placed in a manger for us. That's the love of God. There's so much more to this account. And we've looked to Matthew, we've looked to Luke, we've looked to the scriptures. And I encourage you tomorrow morning also, before you get those presents opened, before you get those gifts opened, kids, you might not like me for this, but I'm going to say parents, Open up the book of Matthew chapter 1. Open up the book of Luke chapter 2 and read what Christmas is truly all about. You can even say it in in the tone of Linus from Charlie Brown if you like. Your wife might be annoyed, but you can do it. I'm giving you the okay. But tonight, I want to look to a different scripture. I want to look to a different um, point of view, a different vantage point. I want to start with John chapter 1 verse 9. As we think about Jesus, as we think about this baby being born, I want to look to the light that he would be tonight for all of us. And we're going to light some candles later and sing more songs. In fact, we have a lot of singing to do, so I hope you have some voices ready. John 1.9 proclaims, The true light, the true light which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Now, The way this version of the Christmas story goes, there's a light that enters the world, and this light was born into a dark world full of sin, full of brokenness, full of division. But this light was not like any other light. It's not like these candles. It's not like these lights above me or these bright spotlights which are on me. This is the light brought to us by God to be a light, to to shed a light to the Father in heaven of hope, a peace, of joy, of love, a peace to be restored with our great Father, a peace to be able to redeem us from our sinfulness, our brokenness, our division, to fix all that was broken. It says that it would be a light which would dawn on the people who are living in deep darkness. That was God's people. They're living in deep darkness. That's us without Christ. We're living in deep darkness darkness. This light brought hope to a hopeless situation. This light brought peace to people who had lived in chaos. This light brought joy to a world that was miserable. This light brought love to the human race. And it was all from God through Jesus. Jesus is known through the scriptures as the light of the world. And he came within this dark, dark world to reveal in every corner of our lives the light of which God wants to bless us with. It's hard to navigate a dark and broken world without light, isn't it? It's hard to walk through your own house without light at nighttime. It's hard hard to walk through this church when you have the lights turned off and it's early in the morning or late at night. No matter how many times you walk through a place, 
It's hard to walk through it without light. Here's the thing. We were never, we, we were, it was never part of God's plan for us to walk throughout this world in darkness. God wants us to have the light of Christ in our life to guide our way, to light our path, to be a lamp. He wants us to know how to truly walk. Have you noticed the Christmas lights at Christmas season? I, I found this illustration which I like. It says, one of the reasons we see lights everywhere during the Christmas season is because it is a constant reminder of a, that a great light has come into the world to brighten up what otherwise feels dark. Some of you, more than others, understand this illustration. The world feels dark. And sometimes around the holidays, it can feel even darker, even though it's meant to feel brighter, even though it's meant to feel more cheery and more joyful. We need to remember the light that Christ brought into the world. John 1, 10 to 11 says, He was in the world, and the, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. As G Jesus miraculously came into the world, a world that was miraculously, wonderfully created through him. His own people did not accept him. His own people did not recognize him. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. Why? Because Jesus did not look like the kind of savior which they wanted. They didn't look like the kind of savior which they expected. So here's my point for you. This Christmas and this year that's coming, don't miss the gift of Jesus. Don't miss the light that he brings to your life. I'm going to pick on men for a moment because I feel like I do it all the time as a man. Men, you don't like to walk through a dark house and stub your toe on a wall, do you? On a kitchen table, chair, or leg? God doesn't want us walking around this world in darkness, stubbing our toe at every single thing we can and living in pain. God wants us living in his joy, his hope, his peace, his love. And that is only found through this great gift of Jesus. So don't miss the gift of Jesus. This Christmas, in the days to come, the weeks to come, the months to come, don't be so excited by the worldly things, by the presents under the tree, by the egg bakes, by the wonderful cookies, that you miss the true reason for Christmas, the true gift which keeps on giving for all of eternity. Don't, don't miss the true light which has come into the world for you. John then tells why this gift of God in Christ must be opened. He says in John 1, 12 to 13, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Did you catch that? To those who receive Christ, you have the greatest gift, a gift of God. You're not just a child of your mother or your father of earthly people. You are a child of God with an inheritance which is divine. You have a gift which is divine, a gift which will never perish a gift which will bring you into eternity and into his presence forever. So this Christmas, don't miss out on the gift of eternity. Don't miss out on Jesus. God wants to dwell with you forever. He wants you to dwell with him forever. And that only comes through Christ. This Christmas, tomorrow morning, tonight around the fireplace or around your hot cocoa, whatever your traditions are, maybe it's in your pajamas 
reading the Christmas story. Maybe it's in your pajamas reading another story like Jessica read. Make sure you include the story of Jesus. The last verse in this passage speaks to this. It says um, of Christ in John 1.14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. Glory is the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. There's something important to notice about this verse. Jesus is called something else besides the light. He's referred to as the word. You see, Jesus is the word because he is the fulfillment of all that was written about him. All the prophetic promises are made true in him. We get to see God's word in the flesh. We see the glory of God in one man. You want to know what God's like? Look to the life of Christ. You want to know how you are to live a godly life? Look to the life of Christ. You want to know what the love of God is like? Look to the life of Christ. You want to know how to live life to the fullest and have the hope? that the world seeks for day after day after day. Look to the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Jesus is the light of the world and he sheds a light for all humanity to be saved and redeemed and restored to the proper place in the Father's presence forever. So I encourage you, don't just live in the light, but shine the light of Christ in this dark world for others to see. Proclaim of the light of Christ. Jesus meets us with grace and he reminds us that we are loved for who we are and not just who we should be, but he doesn't leave us in that state. He sanctifies us. Every single day, the Holy Spirit's working within us to make us more like him. And he wants us to be more like him. We should desire to be more like him, but we also should be proclaiming to others about the joy of what it is to live a life like Christ. The beauty of Christmas, it's not just that Jesus shines into us, but that he shines through us. So my question to you tonight, is Jesus shining through you? Is Jesus shining through you? Do people see Jesus shining in this dark world through your actions and through all you say and do? As we close tonight, we're going to be lighting candles in a moment. We're going to sing some songs together. After I close in prayer here, we're going to sing O Holy Night together. And then at the end of O Holy Night, we'll go ahead and walk row to row and light your candles. If you don't have a candle and you want one, please raise your hand. We'll make sure that you get one as well. But as we sing together, there will be a time when I will invite all of you to lift your light in the air. To see just how... One candle grows to another candle to another candle and how these candles light a room. Our light, which don't misunderstand me, it's not our light, it's a light of Christ shining through us. It lights the world and it shows them what they truly need, which is Christ Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, wonderful counselor, mighty Savior, King of Kings, Prince of Peace. Let me close in prayer now, and we'll sing one song together, and then we'll light our candles. Lord Jesus, we thank you for coming to this earth. We thank you, for we know you're the creator of the world. You're at creation and before creation, and yet you came and was born as a baby to Mary and Joseph, Lord, so that we could have this redemption made possible through you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you.
for being our Lord, for being our Savior. And tonight, as we lift up these words of O Holy Night and the other songs, we just pray for you receive the glory, the honor, the praise that is due to you. And Lord, as we go throughout our Christmas activities tonight and tomorrow, may we not miss out of the true gift of which you are. May we shine your light within our lives, within our families' lives, and within our lives to all those around us until the end of time. And even then, may we continue to shine in your glorious presence forever and ever. Amen. Please stand and let's sing this song together while standing. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's time I'll ask Addie and Lakin to come on forward and we're going to light these lighters here and we'll walk row by row and light your candles and um, then if you could just share your light with the person next to you just a reminder don't go tipping it or you're going to drip wax all over the person next to you as well and they might not like that and we'll start singing the next song here momentarily as well
the first Noel, the angel did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay, in fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night.
Light. It's a wonderful gift, one which we truly do take advantage of every single day. It's something which can light, light a room. It's something which can light darkness on Highway 53 as you're driving up to Duluth. And trust me, that's a dark drive. It's something we take advantage of every single day as we walk around and we know this light of Christ. We know the right way to live. We know the right way to live, not just for today, but for eternity. 
Here's the thing. We focus a lot on the light, and I do. I, I want you to hold up your light right now for just a moment. Look at that light. Look how this light is lighting this room, these candles. But here's what I want you to do. Take down your light. Blow it out. I didn't think this through. Even just a few lights lights up the room enough to walk. But here's my point. Life is not as exciting living in darkness, is it? There's a lot of people living like this. They need to know the light of Christ. Go out this year. I'm not saying this Christmas. Christmas is tomorrow, and I want it to go beyond that. Go out this year and the next year and every day of your life remembering the great light that you have and you know to be true. The light, and there's a reason I didn't blow these out, the light of Christ, which illuminates our path to peace with God, to hope, a joy, a love, to all these things and more. Illuminate the light in the darkness by shining the light of Christ. Let me close in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your love. Come down for us in the form of a baby of Jesus. But more than that, we thank you that this baby Jesus did not stay a baby forever. He lived and died for us that we might live with you. Amen.